From the alley-oops at Kizar to the glory days at the stick. From who's got it better than us to brick by brick. It's always the 49ers way from off-season to game day. Yeah, we talk back. It's the 49ers cut back. It's 49ers Cutback Podcast time, and we are back for another mock draft, Horst. one? Yep. I feel like we have a per- another person who hasn't done one yet. That would be me. Oh, I haven't done one yet. That's that's right. Right. It was, it was you. Oh, my bad. My bad, Vince McMahon Jr. over there. So, <laughs> mock drafts are so much fun to do. They are. And, you know, one of the things, you just never know how things are going to go, but this one went pretty well for me, I think. I enjoyed it very much. Um, first off, I did not know if I was going to get, you know, which quarterback, Justin Fields or Zach Wilson. I like both of them. I prefer Zach Wilson, and Zach Wilson fell. Uh, he, uh, Fields went too, so Zach Wilson was there, and that's who I selected with pick three. I selected Zach Wilson of BYU to lead the team into the future, and I was very happy that this happened. Hold the applause till the end. Yeah, definitely. So I think I don't think this is a surprise to anyone. No. No. Okay. No, not only is it not a surprise, I think the only surprise is that he's there at three, right? Yeah. I mean, it's not that you would take him. Right. It's that he's there. Well, and, you know, that was the thing. Whoever wasn't there, I was going to, you know, whoever was left, I was going to take. It was Fields or it was Wilson. Wait, and he you just, you Wilson gonna, just happened to be there. You weren't going to trade out of pick three and, like, take another dude, like a Kyle Pitts? No. Or, okay. But what I was going to do was I was targeting another player in, at the end of the first round, early second round. Oh, my. And I got my opportunity and I made a trade. Oh, boy. Hold on a second. Wait, a trade, you say? I did. Love I trades. decided that I was going to move up to 28, and I gave up a 2022 second round pick and a 2023 third round pick to move up, and I selected Zaven Collins, linebacker from Tulsa. Um, I think if you watch this, you know that he is one of my favorite players. Alex also loves him as well. Accurate. He's an outstanding, outstanding outside linebacker. Um, he can pretty much do it all. He can rush the passer. Um, he can play in base sets, and he's great in coverage. Tremendous athlete. I just had to get him. He was just a guy that I couldn't let pass. Yes, I give up future capital, and I'll worry about that another day. But for today, I needed to have a first-round linebacker. Um, this ensures, too, that if something happens and Fred Warner gets hurt, I have a Zaven Collins to help fill the void with Dre Greenlaw. Is he a good human being? I'm sure he is, Horst. Actually, I have watched a video about him. He's a fantastic human being. Yeah. Fantastic human being, even fan more fantastic of a football player. Actually, that might be that might be a stretch to say. The the levels of fantastic of this guy, just what he is overall as a person and as a player, off the charts. High quality character guy, gonna fit right in with that locker room. 100%. I wonder if uh, you're gonna need to come up with a new nickname because Hot Boys may not uh, may not work anymore. Well, and he's only played linebacker for a few years. He True. played different positions in high school and then, you know, translated at Tulsa. So he's only developing sky's limit. This guy's a definite first round talent. That's why I went up and got him. After that, I decided that I really needed to stay pat at 43 and see what was going to happen. When I got there, I had some trade opportunities. Some people wanted to move up. The guy I wanted, I thought I could get, you know, by moving back. But I had two guys that I really liked. So I thought, Shoot, you know, let's trade back. I will probably still get one. So I traded with this Jacksonville Jaguars, and they came up, and they, I gave, I sent them 43, 
and 194. So I gave them two picks, and they gave me 45, 65, and 106. Oh my word. So I was able to turn two picks into three, and I was, you know, very happy to pick up 65 and then upgrade from 194 to 106. That was big for me. I really enjoyed that. And so then when I was sitting there with my next pick, I knew that I needed to do something. So I went ahead and traded again with the Raiders. Holy double trade. Alert. I double traded back. The Raiders were wanted to come up to 45. So I traded them 45 and 117. Once again, gave up something to move up. Uh, I mean, to move back. Got 48, 79, 80, and 121. So I got myself a haul by, by giving 117. I took a little bit of a lump getting 121, but I improved in the other spots. So then at pick 48, it was time for me to make a selection. And I selected a nickel guy that all of us love. Elijah Molden from Washington. He's going to play in the slot. He can translate to free safety in the future, but a smart player that can do it all. 100% had to make this pick. He was somebody I targeted, somebody I really wanted to get, and the number one guy that was next for me on my list. That's a that's a nice little trade haul you pulled off. Right. Yeah, it was it was I was kind of nervous trading back twice, but I was able to do it. And then kind of just maneuvering where it was trade a pick, an extra pick to get an extra pick from them, you know, mm -hmm. maybe just switching positions really worked out, I thought. Well, it gives you a lot of that that kind of draft strategy, too, allows you the opportunity to maneuver around even more, right. trade back further or trade up if you feel you're not you're, you're too far back and aren't going to be able to get a guy. You've stacked up extra picks to do that. 100%. And you're right, because I didn't wait long and I knew I had to trade up to get a guy. So... 10 picks later, I traded up. I was sitting at 65, but I moved up to 58, traded with the Baltimore Ravens, and I gave them 65 and 180, and I came up to select the guard that we all like, Wyatt Davis. Made sure I got him. I was afraid to let him go any further. I was actually surprised he was there. Um, I was content with waiting until 65, and when he fell, I was like, I have to make a move, and I did, and got him. And you know what? This is kind of the theme. Now that I had some draft capital, I had guys that I wanted to target, and I wasn't done with that. I traded up to 67. So I was at 79. That was my next pick at what I had picked up. But I traded up to 67, and I got 67 and 233. So I took a seventh round pick, okay. but I gave up 79, 172, and 230. So I gave up a little bit to come up and get the, the edge rusher from Washington, Joe Tryon. And I needed Joe Tryon. I went, now I've taken two Washington Huskies, but it was really big to be able to get the guys that I wanted to play out there. And Tryon is a solid player, and he's one of my favorite players in the entire draft. My second favorite edge rusher in the entire draft. So it was somebody that I thought would fit nice in Chris Kacarek's wide nine, and somebody that I knew we could count on in the future. So Horse got Jalen Phillips and his. I got Joe Tryon. You got Joe Tryon. It's true. So there's definitely, you know, we feel there's an edge presence that needs to be, you know, addressed. And we did that. Correct. Now, for my next three picks, or my next two picks, I'm sorry, I stand pat. So I had pick 80 from one of my future trades. And right there, I got the cornerback from Stanford, Paulson Adebo. Woo! Um, he was the corner that I was targeting, uh, you know, to play outside. He's somebody that I really like. He's climbing up boards. He's showing the athleticism, the ball skills to be a big time player. So I had to go get him. I know this is a guy that you guys both wanted to get as well. Um, luckily, I had pick 80 from the trade that I got and he was sitting there. 
I, I think if I would have waited any longer, I might have lost him. That's why I didn't try to do anything cute. I just made sure I picked him. See, that's where I made that mistake where I got cute. Yeah, it happens. You know, when you're trying to build draft capital, you know, you know, getting other guys, it, it gets like that. And that's that's what happened in mine. The inverse happened because I picked up Asante Samuel. I tried to to not get cute. Tried yeah. to do the opposite of that. I tried to be stamp pat and stamp firm, and ended up just uh, just missing out on it. Yeah, and then my next pick is one of my original picks at 102, and with that pick, I couldn't pass up on my favorite, well, sorry, my second favorite running back in the entire draft. Najee Harris is my favorite running back. Um, my second favorite running back is Demetric Felton because of the things that he can do, um, the people that, or I mean, the way that he can be used by Kyle Shanahan to not just run the ball, but also play in the slot. Uh, tremendous athlete and somebody that he can use as a positionless role. So 100%, I needed to go get or to get him, and he was there. I think if I would have waited or moved back, the Rams probably would have taken him right behind me. He would also fit with McVay, yep. and I didn't want to let that happen. I wanted to bring him to the Bay, so I did. Can't complain about that one. That's a good ball player. Yeah, I liked it. Now my next pick was at 106. I had picked it up from a trade earlier, but I was afraid that I was going to miss out on a tight end that I really wanted to target. So I moved up two spots, and that 233 that I had picked up earlier, my seventh round pick, I went ahead and traded, pick 106 and 233 um, for 104, and I drafted Tommy Trimble from Notre Dame. Uh, probably at this point, besides Kyle Pitts, my favorite tight end in the draft, I like the way he blocks. I think he's underrated in the passing game. Uh, I think he's only going to get better. He needs to improve his route running skills, but I think he will in the future. And once he does, he will be big time for the 49ers. Instant upgrade over Ross Dwelly also could signal the end of Charlie Warner because of the blocking skills that he can do. Somebody that can play in line and play an H-back role is hard to find in the draft. This guy can do it all. This guy fits the mold of what the 49ers do, what they want, what they're looking for. He is Ross Dwelly and Charlie Warner combined. You put them together and their strengths, and this guy is it. So it'd be a nice compliment for George Kittle. That's why I had to trade up and make sure I got him. Yeah, that's quite an interesting pick. Yeah, Horse, you also picked him. I I, I don't did. know why you... Oh, I do know why you did. Yeah, yeah it's quite a good pick. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I wanted to say this in Horse. He's a little intimidating. Yeah, he's he's a big dude. He's a big, big physical presence. There. He is. Um, so my next draft pick is 121. I had, I had kind of, you know, maneuvered around and ended up with 121 from earlier. It's true. And it was time for me to strike on a wide receiver. There were some guys that I like. A lot of the guys that I enjoy are kind of in this range. And so I went ahead and got the wide receiver from Clemson, Cornell Powell. Um, he, to me, he's just an impressive athlete. He's big. He's physical. He ran a 4-5 at his pro day, which was faster than I ever thought he was going to be able to run. He can play outside or he can play in the slot. He's a big time position receiver. He will help out in the red zone and convert on first downs. He'll be a nice replacement for Kendrick Bourne and fill the role that Kendrick Bourne uh, was able to fill. And so this guy will take that spot and he will run with it. To me, he's a big time talent to be able to add, especially at 121 in the draft. You're getting a guy that's going to benefit the team and that you can plug and play in, in year one. Yeah, that's what this is all about when your Super Bowl window is open is getting the team better right now. 100%. Big time. Big time. Like the move, like the pick yeah. up there. All of it. A big old like. Big old L? For, for like. Oh, L for, oh, L L for like. Yeah. I actually L for have like. one more pick. <gasps> Only yeah. one? 
Well, I only won because I have my original 155. So basically, sure. I've used everything behind it to use it to trade up to get the guys that I wanted to get. And at 155, I decided that I was going to trade back to 162 and try to redeem some of the draft capital that I had lost moving up for Zayvon Collins. Yes, I will not be able to get equal value of a second and third round pick, but mm -hmm. I can get something next year. And I did. I was able to pick up a fifth round pick in 2022 which at least now will help with you know be able to make sure that the draft next year at least has five or six picks and that we're not completely bare in the cupboard so i moved back to 162 but that was as far as i could go seven picks back i didn't want to move anymore because i didn't want to lose a extra edge rusher and i know people are going to ask why are you drafting an edge rusher you already got joe Tryon. we've already signed ebucom the reason is because when you get a special athlete that is six foot seven and you know, 245, 250 pounds, you go ahead and take a chance on him because you know, D Ford is on the back end now, you know, with the injuries and everything. So I took Jordan Smith from UAB, went ahead and locked and loaded. I made sure that Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson, and you know, those guys are gonna be struggling with our speed and athleticism. Now we can go with Nick Bosa, you know, uh, Ebucom, Jordan Smith, Joe Tryon, all those guys can rush off the edge. Our rotation is crazy good now. And so I, I wanted to make sure that we had that speed. Did I need this guy? No, this was a value pick. Somebody that was going to make sure that we were we were ready to go in the future. And this guy 100% fills a major rotation need. Now you don't need Deion Jordan. You don't need any of those guys. You got the depth you, you need. And the defensive line is set for the future. And I mean, really, you're 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 guarded in case Nick Bosa is not 100% coming back, or D Ford can't play. Yeah, Jordan Sitt is a guy I know we've all brought him up, especially starting with you a lot. Jordan Sitt is a guy. If you have not watched his tape, watch it. He is a freak. Yep, 100%. So this was my this was my draft. These are the guys that I targeted, um, and these are the guys that I wanted to get, and I was able to maneuver my way around, luckily, and make it happen. Uh, these are the guys that I think fit the best for the 49ers. I think the big move, just same as you did, Alex, was moving up for Zayvon Collins. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm not sure a lot of people are going to mock Zayvon Collins to the 49ers, but we definitely are. But I'm curious what everyone else thinks as well about, you know, what I did in this draft and if it makes sense for the 49ers. Yeah, I really liked your draft. I thought it was interesting, and I thought it was really, like, I thought it was the stuff you've been talking about. You didn't vary from it. You didn't try to please people you pretty much picked the same i mean not the exact same but for the most part the same guys you've been wanting the whole time yes so i really enjoyed it yeah. and i'm not gonna lie i'm a little shocked by the jordan smith at the end i i, I figured with the joe tryon selection right. you wouldn't you wouldn't go pull the trigger on him and you did and i like it i like it a lot because yeah. i think he has a lot of potential as well let us know what you think down below in that comment section what do you think about the draft you like it what grade do you give it? Let us know about it. Let us hear. Let him hear about it specifically. Yep. He's ready to take all the smoke. Any smoke that you got to throw at him, mm -hmm. he's ready to start a civil war with you right now, <laughs> today. In that in that comment section down below. Don't forget to like the video while you're down there as well. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't already, and that notification bell. Yeah, it's you know it, it's always hard to do a mock draft and then be able to kind of maneuver and pick the guys you want to get. And everyone has a different idea of which talent makes the most sense for the 49ers. True. This is just the way that I saw it at the time and the players that I value that I think fit the 49ers scheme. Yeah, it's just been a lot of fun kind of playing GM. It is definitely. It's been a fun week so far. All of our mock drafts are out. 
So it should be good. Huh? Compare them. Let us know what you think. Who did the best? Yep. We don't really care, but we know you do. Let us know <laughs> about it down there. Uh, we got our live stream Thursday this week. That's right. Thursday. Thursday. Why are we bringing it to you a day early? Because we want to. That's right. Mostly because of that. So make sure you're tuned in, ready to go Thursday, 6.30 p.m. Pacific time. We'll see you then. Until next time, stay safe, 49ers fans. Remember the right way. It's always the 49ers way.